Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings 134. I went out to see the Ender's Game movie, and that's really all I've got this week. I was still sick, so I was kind of out of it mentally a lot of the time. I was trying to do stuff for that class, and there's a midterm, so that was occupying a lot of my time and causing a lot of stress. So hopefully the podcast won't be too short, because it's only got the one thing. But hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So Ender's Game is now out. It is in regular movie size and IMAX. It is not in 3D, which is kind of sad because it would be pretty awesome in 3D, I think. It is a science fiction movie. It is rated PG-13 and just a hair under two hours long. So I would say if you're going to take, you know, your teenagers to see it, you probably want to wait until it's out on physical media because... Two hours, I think, would be a bit long for many of them to sit still. It is based on a popular book series. Specifically, I think, the first one in the series. The first one was also a short story that got turned into an actual book. I read the short story. I don't think I read the full book. But that was, you know, 11 billion years ago when it was new. So, pretty much... Everything I'm going to say is based on just having seen the movie and not really remembering too much about the short story. Certainly not going to go into any in-depth comparisons because I haven't read the full book. The movie is about humanity having this war with some aliens. And it says they were losing the war pretty badly, though they didn't really show any sort of destruction on the Earth. They just kind of showed a few battle scenes of how the final battle took place. Because humanity did basically get lucky and beat off the invasion that was happening. But basically the movie follows the idea that humanity is kind of paranoid about being attacked again. And they know that if they're going to actually win the war, they are going to have to have some very different and unusual strategies. So they decide to turn to children who they claim think differently. I mean, you know, kids do think differently. But they think because of that, they will come up with different strategies that the adults would not come up with and that they could adapt to any changes that the aliens have made much quicker than an adult person could. So the movie basically follows Ender, who is a recruit in this program to sort of find and develop the sort of best and brightest of the younglings to become strategists. There's kind of a lot of bullying that happens in the movie. Ender's brother kind of picks on him a lot. And when he's in the military, he gets picked on a lot. But it kind of explains why Ender is the way he is. He has the abusive older brother, but he has also a very caring and emotional sister. So he is, you know, a theoretical balance point between the two. 
I also kind of empathize with him because I got bullied a lot when I was a kid as well. And so I can see, you know, similar sort of protective traits that Ender has that I also have. You know, people who are bullied and, you know, stand up for others and want to protect people, you know, sort of develop that. I don't know if I'd call it a tough outer shell, but it's certainly a shell you have to have. And you are willing to, you know, step in and protect people that need protecting. So although, you know, it's very sad to see the bullying in the movie, it does explain why, you know, Ender is the way he is. As I mentioned, he has a brother and sister, and there is a very strong sort of family attachment component in the movie. When he goes to the battle school, there's sort of a replacement father and mother figure, so there's sort of an extended family there as well. And some of the issues in the movie deal with what sort of feelings he has towards his real family, what sort of feelings he has towards that extended family, and, you know, the the various relationships that form around him. There's also a little bit about love in the movie, different kinds of love, different sort of connections formed because of love. So there's sort of, I guess, subtle undertones of that as well. The movie overall is super good. The graphics are really great. The music seemed really good too. The lack of 3D did seem really kind of strange to me. A lot of the movie takes place sort of in this battle school where they're doing various training drills in this zero-G environment. And I would think that would look pretty cool. And there's also a lot of simulated battle training of, you know, the starships in space. And that would absolutely look cool in 3D. So it seems very strange they chose not to make it in 3D. However, the movie is very sad because there is a lot of that bullying in there. Maybe it's just me because, you know, I had a history of being bullied. But also there's sort of this huge massive war. There's aspects of, you know, genocide. So it is a fair bit sadder than I expected. I didn't quite expect that much sadness and, and tragedy going on with it. But if you are into science fiction movies, I would highly recommend it. I would recommend that you might want to see it on the big screen because there are a lot of kind of smaller elements and details that might get lost on the small screen. But I don't know. It probably could be passed and seen just as easily on the small screen. Do note, though, that I have seen a few posts by people on Facebook who say it's not very good compared to the book. One person said they're actually taking two books and sort of smushing them together. But I don't know, you know, I always think that, you know, if you're going to go see a movie that's based on a book, there's going to be, you know, a lot that's obviously missing and or different. Because you can't take a book that's, you know, 11 billion pages big and smush it into a two-hour movie and have it come out, you know, being perfectly exactly like the book. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of movies. So, even though I don't read the books, you know, I would never expect to compare them on a one-to-one ratio. So do be mindful of that.
For the news this time, a quick reminder that Almost Human, a TV show, and Thor The Dark World, a movie, the second in the Thor series, are both out. Well, I guess Almost Human had its pilot. It's not really out since it's a TV show. I will hopefully be able to talk about both of those next time. BlizzCon is happening the 8th and 9th. Bioshock's Burial at Sea downloadable content is due out on the 12th. XCOM The Enemy Within downloadable content is due out on the 15th. So while I won't be able to talk about XCOM's downloadable content on the next podcast, I can hopefully talk about it on the one after. But hopefully I will get to peek at the Bioshock downloadable content and talk about that next time. And a new one for the news. The Hunger Games Catching Fire movie, which is the second in the series, is due out on the 22nd. And that's it for the news. So that's it for this short Rabbit Rumblings podcast. No Pirate's Treasure. And that's really all I have. There's not much going on. I'm still pretty sick, though. I'm getting better. I think my voice is almost sounding totally normal now. Still a lot of congestion and sneezing and yuck when I cough stuff up. I think I was, like, starting to get better, and then the cold morphed, and so now I'm Slightly worse, but getting slightly better again. Hopefully next time I'll be all better. And have more stuff to talk about. My class is still very sad and stressing me out, so that took up a lot of my ability to think up stuff to talk about. And, you know, motivation to talk about and play stuff to talk about. But hopefully I will feel better about that once I get over my colds and, you know, can think more clearly. Maybe I can figure some stuff out. But hopefully everybody had a good time at Halloween and I'll hopefully have cool stuff to talk about next time. So hopefully I will see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. And some of the issues in the movie deal with what sort of feelings he has about his real family and what sort of what sort of family. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation. 
You can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at rabbitdotcom. It's rabbit.com, but with not a period. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space. And be sure to put the number one in place of I whenever you type rabbit. Rabbit's ramblings is copyright 2013 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.